good. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Ripper, The Teller, and The Gremlin, episode 31. Uh, and we are jumping straight in with a follow-up from last week's news update. So uh, I'm going to kick things off with a um, some follow-up comments on Amazon. Um, we all had a good laugh about Amazon last week, didn't we? Yep. Um, and about all of uh, Lumberyard and Bezos games. And uh, yeah, it was a real fun episode. I got so a bit I... inventive with the artwork. Oh, yeah, the artwork <laughs> was crazy. If you haven't seen it, you need to. Um, but yeah, so this is actually sort of on the flip side of um though the the things we joked about last week um there's been uh, some comments uh, released from uh, amazon ceo andy jassy is that that correct andy jassy is that right is that that's the new right? one yeah he's yeah. replaced um, um well yeah there's us and he's um commented on the games division for amazon um Hang, and- sorry jack what was his last name jassy is it jassy yeah jassy games that's jassy what i was games. thinking jesse games yeah um it's not quite the same (laughs) no but uh so amazon uh, so he sent an email to the employees claiming that he has every faith in the gaming division and believes that eventually they will get it right um he he said that they aren't going to give up on this and they will make the next big hit game Mm. um it also quoted uh, making great games is hard and we're not going to get everything right i think really that he's just hit the he's hit the, the lumber nail straight on the head here because <laughs> um um because he's kind of flip-sided everything we spoke about last time because he's essentially saying you know look it's okay that we're going to make mistakes we're not going to know exactly how to do this the best way the most efficient mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and there's going to be some real lows but but if we keep at we'll it get eventually there. we'll get the highs and mm. I, I kind of you kind of just got to respect that really um because yeah. you know he's just he's 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 not going into it with this attitude of if we just keep throwing money um at the gaming division eventually it will be a hit he's essentially just saying look let's make mistakes let's learn from it and let's just let's take grow. the time it takes to get there. Yeah. So, um they're I, basically taking yeah. the opposite stance to google <laughs> Yeah, and I and do you not just love how it's like Google's like they failed and then they're just like right, all the gaming's <laughs> too hard, making oh, it takes games too long, too hard, it's too long. Goodbye, goodbye. Kill it. See you later. Act industry. like it never happened. Just but get rid of it. Amazon yeah, exactly. has what like they've had. I think I was reading it's five or six cancelled titles under their belt now. Yeah, since they started, mm-hmm. um, and they're still like you know what? Look, we let's just crack had on. Mistakes. We've had uh, issues, but. Um, it, and it's hilarious because I love how it starts like Google's, yeah. but then it's like, here's the optimism. Here's yeah. how we're going to like mm-hmm. keep trying. Oh my God. He is Optimus Prime. He's like for Google, <laughs> Amazon Prime. Oh my God. Optimus Prime. Optimistic wow. Prime. Optimistic Prime. <laughs> um, I, I quite like Optimistic Prime. Oh my God. <laughs> and his last name's Jassy and uh, there was a tra- there was an Autobot called Jazz, Jazz wasn't there? In yeah. the first one. Um, anyway, sorry, away from Transformers. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I just think it's it's nice to hear that, and it's nice to I bet it's nice for the employees as well to have this sort of you know this this, this sort change of positivity as well from uh, the uh, toxic bro culture man who was there shoot, before shooting <laughs> shooting coins at everybody for not uh, not not doing things quick enough. But yeah, no, so I I just thought it was relevant to talk about that. It's obviously a really short piece of news, but nevertheless important based on um, last week's episode. And yeah, I just think. Know, keep at it amazon and just see what you know yeah eventually. maybe they will and be maybe like they will said, be i am excited for new worlds mm. i think it has a lot of potential to be yeah. a, an mmo that does something different because yeah. the biggest thing for me with mmos is i always enjoy them but i always yeah. find the gameplay gets slightly shallow after a while mm. yeah 
Whereas with New World, it actually looks really engaging. And it looks yeah. like the big thing is like, it looks like there's an impact to your like weapons and like your bows yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this actually, it's, it's more than just, cause you know, I love Elder Scrolls Online, but that's kind of mm-hmm. a lot of just waving a sword at the air and mm-hmm. hitting their hitbox. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, Bradley, any last comments? No. Jassy no. Games. My, my, my last comment on that is um, if you, they are going to keep at this Fortnite killer intensity, um, <laughs> I, I, I just hope that, that this, I just hope they really, I hope it gets released no matter what state it's in, because I, I will play it. I just, I will have to see. But will you? You'll see is. how bad it is. You know, but, no, but if it is, this is kind of the, the point, regardless of if it's good or not, I want to play it. I want to see why, why they chose to call the game intensity. <laughs> like, intensity. Yeah. Running on Lumberyard. Yeah, running on Lumberyard, um, <laughs> sponsored by Bezos Games. Um, anyway, no, um, so yeah, that's uh, all that piece of news. And then we're going to move on to something else, which is um, kind of controversial. So we're going to talk about the uh, pros and cons of this. Um, so Chris was saddened to know that Prince of Persia, yeah. The Sands of Time yeah. remake, has now been delayed indefinitely uh, by Ubisoft. I have a story about this because mm-hmm. I was actually thinking, oh, what am I going to play recently? And I was playing it out and I was like, oh, okay, I'll probably like start with all the stuff on the Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And then, because obviously, you know, uh, eventually stuff on the Game Pass, they basically yeah. push Remove. stuff in yeah. and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm pro- I should probably play all the stuff I want on the Game Pass while it's mm-hmm. there. And then, then I can play the stuff I own because that's there yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then literally I was like, oh, but you know what? It, it, February, that was the month Prince of Persia remake was meant to come out. And I can remember thinking, oh, I know Bradley, like, I know a lot of people, I know the internet pretty much universally took a dump on it and were like, <laughs> oh, low budget, you know, kind of rubbish remaster. But I don't know. I just, I really liked the behind the scenes and the people were really passionate about it. And I kind of felt bad for this team of Ubisoft people who, clearly very much cared but weren't really given a budget to make you know what we wanted but i I was still like oh i really want to get this game want to support the license i want to yeah of course i know i'll probably have a great time with it for nothing more than just nostalgia with new graphics yeah yeah but when i went on the store to add it to (laughs) my wish list it wasn't even there because it's, I was going to say, because it was supposed to come out really soon, wasn't it? Like, it yeah, was, it, was like it got delayed once. Feb or something. Yeah, I think yeah. it got delayed till March or April, and then yeah. now it's now just it's been delayed indefinitely. indefinitely. Yeah. But so this is the thing. So obviously they've delayed it indefinitely. Um, obviously Chris was very sad about the fact that he was getting ready to add it to his wish list, um, and then <laughs> boom, no longer. Um, which is sad. But um, it, yeah, it could be a good thing though. Um, taking their time. They're obviously a smaller team. You know, um, like Chris said, a smaller budget. Um, I think they should take their time with it. I think if anything, it just, for me, that kind of gives me a little bit of reassurance that they care enough about this. Um, And obviously for so many people, this game is pure nostalgia. And I think it's important, important, yeah, to to a lot of people. And I know that I felt the same as Bradley did, which was that, granted it might be a small studio but i i was disappointed by the graphics um mm. just purely because of the year we're in and you know the way that technology is with with graphics and things like that nowadays and i don't know i want this i really want this this experience to be like the nostalgia there yeah but but i want it to be 
as yeah. fun as when I played it originally. Yeah, like a genuinely good experience yeah. as yeah. well as being nostalgic. Yeah. And, exactly. uh, and I, I was worried about that. So, I mean, I'm not sure if this being pushed back will, will obviously impact that, but I would like to think that it will still, it will definitely be improving in some way or another, um, whether the graphics do or not, just maybe even gameplay-wise or mechanics-wise. But hmm. um, I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic, but I'm also, I also have my doubts. Um, so I don't know. Hmm. Anyone else? Yeah, I just think um, it's either a good sign and they've taken the yeah. criticism on board and they think, oh, okay, give them a bit more budget, give them more yeah. time, uh, make a better product. It's either that or it's this has been a bit of a dumpster fire, an absolute mm. train wreck, and they're kind of just scratching their heads like, oh, God, delay it indefinitely. We'll see if mm-hmm. we can fix this. Yeah. Um, so it might not all be like silver line. Like game delays, yeah. like we say, most of the time are good. Good thing, not always. <laughs> it, not necessarily. There's the few times where a either the production is a disaster or b uh, like Destiny is a prime example of this, where yeah. they take a, a game and a storyline and then they throw out like you know at almost two years of work and like oh we'll just start from the beginning. In the engine, and it's like oh, you I love absolute muppets. I love how whenever you're, whenever anybody like, it's mainly. A, I think it's more of a, a British thing, but whenever we're like mocking someone or condescending about someone, we always put on that same voice. Like, why do we think everyone that we're condescending sounds like that? <laughs> like, oh, let's just start again. <laughs> it's brilliant, really. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, I mean, time will tell. Um, but obviously, they can't just. I don't think they can just throw out what they've done because it's a remake, isn't it? So it's yeah, like yeah, they, what what they're remake. It's not like they can be like, oh, we're starting from scratch because like what you've you're doing is already a pre that yeah yeah pre designed pre made yeah, story and experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm hoping that when it does finally, um, if finally arrives, um, I'm hoping that it will be a, a pleasant experience for everybody, That especially the people that have played the originals. Obviously, mm. I think that's going to appeal yeah. to them a lot. More. And, and hopefully if it does well, it shows Ubisoft there's an interest in this license mm. and it will lead to hopefully a high budget revival. Yeah, mm-hmm. do it. Um, do it. I uh, do you remember the because uh, I, I play. I'm sure, like you all, I played all of the Prince Persians. But do you remember um, the Two Thrones, uh, where when yes. you played the, with the fire, the demon side of the, mm-hmm. uh, oh, the chains and that? Oh wow! There's a sequel <laughs> to that as well, isn't there? Yeah, I can't oh, think what it's called. There's, there's, there's a, that's the third one. Third the second one, one is the oh, Warrior is Within. Warrior, yeah, Warrior Within. Within, and that's oh, where you that had, had the. It, do you remember the trailer? The CGI. Mm. And the, yeah. And what was it? It was like Godsmack. That I stand, I stand alone. alone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the spinning it was around so the. Good. Oh wow, that's a good song. That is a great song. Yeah. I'm gonna um, download that for my workout. Like, <laughs> yes. I forgot it's, about that. Yeah, it's a great song. And rewatch that, the trailer. I'm just, I'm just putting it in my notes. Yeah, smack should, us and, and, yeah, and watch the trailer for it because <laughs> it was awesome. Do you remember Bradley spin the pillar on the boat where mm-hmm. the master he spins around it slicing? Oh, oh. so cool. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, Prince Persia, yeah, if they maybe do see how well this does and it does well, then hopefully that will create future Prince of Persia games, which would be amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah. We'd so all, then, that would all be our, we'd be salivating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and then they just somehow sneak in Sam Fisher and... Oh, oh no. I'm zero. Agent zero. <laughs> <laughs> Call me zero and Prince of Persia just stabbed him in the back. Straight no, away. could you imagine if it's like his like great, 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 like... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> grandpa, <Elder>. whatever. <laughs> Turns out, like, Sam's the in the Animus. <laughs> yeah, Sam's in the Animus. Yeah, goes into Prince of Persia. Um, uh, but anyway, so... Oh, God, no. Could you imagine? They make some abomination where they tie all the Ubisoft games yeah. into, like, one storyline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a mess that would be. Um, so, anyway, moving on to the last bit of news for me. Uh, and this is with regards to uh, EA. Um, it's reported that they're going to be deciding this week if Anthem 2.0 gets more support or sadly dies. Mm. Um, now, I personally, I would hope that they go ahead with it. Um, He's going to say that it dies. No, no, I would hope. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, do. they've been working on this for two years. Yeah, and um, they, they're calling it Anthem Next. Two, yeah. Um, bizarrely, they, hmm. the the article was two point but the actual working title yeah. was Anthem Next. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they've had I think thirty developers working on this for the last two mm-hmm. years. Hmm. It it would be a real shame. Um, because Chris, me, you, and Zach had some real fun with Anthem. Uh, it, we? it, it, gameplay wise, yeah. Story wise, it's an absolute dumpster fire. But yeah. gameplay wise. And well design and movement, as much as it, it gets repetitive, it is it pl- it plays phenomenally well yeah. and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, and we and this is the thing, like we've talked about this before, but it just we, lacks we, content, we all, it lacks yeah. customization. And and this is the thing, we all picked it up really cheap, like stupidly cheap for a, like a legendary edition and whatever, and we just did it because it was so cheap. And mm. we had a lot of fun with it and and uh, and a fair amount of playtime too. And do you know what? It did lack the content in the sense of storyline and things like that, which I think if it had a really good storyline, I would have, oh, uh, so it would more. be a complete different game. Yeah. Um, so I obviously it had its problems and it didn't do well, but I would really be like a bit sad if they, if they gave up on it, because I think mm. if they've been working hard on it for two years, they're trying to rebuild obviously key aspects of the game. Um, I, I think they could bring this back and do it justice. Yeah, there, there's mm. something good there. Yeah, it just needs like, you know, it needs. There's there is good gameplay there. There's good. It just needs to become the full package. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I know the sort of EA are looking at it this week. Actual executives from EA are coming in. Mm. They're evaluating what's been done in the last two years, and then they're going to make a decision. Yeah. I, I mean, personally, I, and I, I assume, Chris, you feel the same, that, yeah, you would hope that it does end up re- being revived and, mm. you know, ending up doing better. Um, Bradley, did you even, did you ever play Anthem? I never I played it, but I, I always, like, you know, we remember, I remember, like, when it Talking first got revealed, it, yeah. yeah, and we were so excited. <laughs> yeah. Even now, it's like, it, it does still you would, look like do you know a what? I, I game. think pick it up in a cell, yeah, you'd have and a bit of fun. I reckon, have, you would have fun playing it just purely because, that, like Chris said, the actual gameplay and mechanics and that and the, the way that the world looked and stuff, it was great to play. It mm-hmm. just You'd probably just feel the same as us about the It's yeah. just the hollow story, the lack of customization and uh, the sort of load times were quite horrendous, yeah, but they might be they better on, um, it, on PC. Oh, okay. he's, he says about the customization, and he is right. But but don't worry, Bradley. I still managed to spend at least fifteen minutes between. Yeah, every day. <laughs> but we played like eight months after launch yeah. when they oh, added yeah. more stuff in. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You played it on launch, Jack. Like it there's there's hardly there's hardly any customization now. Um, but before, it, but least. before it was yeah. It was like oh, what color do you want to be? Did you get the pre-order pass? Grey or olive drab? <laughs> um, yeah, and, and the only thing, I'm in two minds about this. Yeah. Because the problem I have is 
I really, really think Bioware need Dragon Age 4 mm-hmm. to be a masterpiece. Yeah. This needs to be this like RPG where we're all like, oh yeah, Bioware is back. Because yeah. they had Mass Effect Andromeda, which I liked, but it is the worst Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, which was a flop for them, really. It was mm-hmm. an, they abandoned the project and never made any DLC for it because of the reception. Then they made Anthem straight after that. And their reputation is really in the gutter and they've made two flops in a row. Yeah. yeah. So they need Dragon Age 4 to come out and be this, you know, this sequel to Inquisition that everyone wants mm-hmm. that does everything Inquisition did, but better. And there's this mm-hmm. amazing RPG that sets a standard. So the problem is if you pull another, they said they want to, there's currently 30 people working on Anthem. They want to double, triple that, sorry, to 90 devs. So that's 60 devs that get pulled off of um, other projects to work on Anthem. And I want to see a revival to Anthem. I want this game to do well. I want it to... But at the same time, I don't want it to detract from them making a great Dragon Age 4 or a great Mass Effect 4. Like, it's this hard thing of they really need that win. and, And I don't want them to be sabotaged trying to revive Anthem to no. potentially because they could make great updates for Anthem and there's no telling that players will return or players will flock back. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so that could be another sad thing. You get all these devs, then Dragon Age 4 comes out incomplete and no one goes back to Anthem even though they've made it mm. better. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm of two minds of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, hire, but- hire more people, make a new <laughs> studio. Yeah, well, uh, well, soon we'll know the answer and um, we'll see what happens. But mm. um, yeah, anyway, that's so that's me done for the news. Obviously, pretty short bits of news today. Um, so uh, moving on, who's next? So I actually have an EA piece of news as well. It's, it's very kind of related to what we just talked about. And I believe, Chris, you also have an EA piece of news. I so do. We've, actually, we've all chosen a chunk it, of EA today. It's EA week on the podcast. <laughs> but um, so talk, you don't know, kind of, <laughs> don't, don't leave. There's no microtransactions here. <laughs> so carrying on from what we were kind of talking about there, EA has actually kind of announced to the public that they're actually very confident um, about Bioware's future. And, you know, this is despite everything that we've talked about, you know, we've just gone over a lot of it, but also, we, you know, we've talked about in the past, the um, high level of kind of talent leaving mm, Bioware. Yeah, um, so, yeah, exactly. And, and so we can kind of, you know, see there has been a downward spiral since you know andromeda it's not been good for them um but apparently you know and and you know unlike what chris is is currently believing dragon age is coming together really well um and that's what they've kind of said reportedly yeah they said the same thing about andromeda that's what i was gonna say is game you know game studios often do say oh yeah no it's, it's going great yeah just just don't look at any sort of looks. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it releases and their faces are just melting. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully that is true and it is going, you know, it's coming to get, uh, to get yeah, well. But... I, I hope so. I love that IP. Um, and the stuff oh, they too. showed off. Inquisition was so good. Yeah. And they showed off a, a clip recently of Solus's voice actor um okay. doing stuff and i was just like oh i like this guy i like this <laughs> this has got me good come on yeah and that's good that they're kind of like you know doing these types of videos and things keeping us like you know in the loop uh, just almost quickly what while you're talking about dragon age um because this is actually really relevant um do either of you fancy winning me an xbox series x because um <laughs> if you february they've got a competition for february um where 
any of the most uh, thir- they've picked 30 titles from EA Play, which you get with Game Pass Ultimate, and Dragon Age Inquisition is on there, and it's the top five players who can rack up the most achievements throughout. The- <laughs> uh, I think I've Feb. nearly 100%ed. Yeah, but the problem, the problem, you have is to do it in this it month through Feb. Yeah, uh, uh, so that's really how do you feel difficult. about? Yeah, how do you, how do you feel, feel about back to the beginning and starting yeah. again? Um, I'd need then- like a week off. But then, if you but then if you if you do win it, I'm expecting the console. I'm not giving it yeah. to you, and, yeah. and and no, you know, repayments for your service. No, because I was looking through the titles and I was looking at them and I was just like, oh, there's so there's like in the thirty that they picked, I was just like, oh, there's none there that I would just sit there and rinse to like get just for the achievements. Yeah, so, like, I mean, the thing with that is difficult as well. Is RPGs like yeah, Inquisition? Right, my playtime in Inquisition was like 140 yeah. hours. Yeah, never mind. Mine was 100 and something. I have no like, idea. Yeah. But anyway, carry on, Bradley. Yeah, so, you know, they're saying that Dragon Age 4 is coming together really well. And obviously, Mass Effect, um, you know, Legendary Edition has, has kind of generated a lot of interest mm-hmm. online. You know, we yeah. talked about it. Everyone's like, Mass Effect's back, boy. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, whether you think it looks good or not, it's still generating that interest and that kind of that talking around it. And, and you want to be a talking point. You don't want to be, you know, oh, who made Anthem again? <laughs> that studio. Oh, the ones who killed Mass Effect. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's also a rumor that they might be reviving Jade Empire. Now, yes. Chris, please tell us about Jade Empire because I've never heard of Jade Empire. So Jade Empire is this really fun... Um, it's I, I, it's really hard. I want to replay it. It's actually on Xbox. You can buy it on backwards compatible. Oh, cool. And I haven't played it since I was like... Since the Xbox original. Yeah. So um, it, it came out, I believe, after they did KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic which I've talked about being one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's very much in the same style of that, but it's this weird kind of, it's set within like an Asian historical empire, but it's kind of like martial arts and it's kind of like Asian high fantasy. Cool. Where it's kind of like, like I'd have to replay it to really, I'd like to replay it and talk about it on the pod um, because I'm, I'm vague on the details, but I just remember yeah. it was like high fantasy. It was very KOTOR in, you know the a traditional rpg where you'd make decisions and it was just this really cool ip that was very very unique to bioware mm-hmm. that i imagine if they brought back they could do some amazing re- and it's so different it's so different to every other rpg ip they have right which yeah. is exciting so it's a nice niche there where you're not kind of repeating you know yourself in just mm. a different setting so yeah, hopefully they do. Maybe, you know, we get a remake. Maybe we get a whole new Jade Empire. What, what would you yeah. prefer? I mean, I, I think it would be quite... Because I know we're getting that rumoured KOTOR remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually... There was a, a, a story that someone might actually know who's working on it. Which uh, I might talk about next week because that happened today. Okay. Um, but uh, it, I, I think... I, I generally think these old games, like if you just give them a fresh like uh, paint of coat, you fix the bugs and you bundle all the content that was released. <laughs> you said paint, yeah, of, paint coat, of coat. Sorry, sorry coat of paint. <laughs> coat of paint. <laughs> uh, and you, 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 know, you, you bundle all the DLCs together and stuff. I think it's a great way to one, reintroduce people to it and for people to experience the nostalgia. And mm-hmm. then from there, um, I think you, you should make a new one. Like do both. Like do the remaster first to generate, you know, 
media coverage and news and yeah. nostalgia and that way you bring new gamers in who who want to experience it and you bring back all the old people who are like oh i love this mm-hmm. as long as you do it right um but because of the way that game is like a, a remaster of that type of game because it's so old even something that feels like a remaster from like the early 2000s or like the 2010s like yeah. that's so passable because that game is like 2003 or something like <laughs> and if you play it now it's still a great experience but the graphics are like Awful. you know insane and you're playing it for the story and the nostalgia as opposed to um you know the way it looks yeah so anything's better uh-huh so Moving on from there, you know, we will be talking about EA again, as I said. <laughs> this is not it for this episode. But um, moving on to another kind of giant in gaming, Activision. So, you know, been around for a long time. I, I remember playing Activision games when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, so recently they posted their uh, current earnings and their stocks have just taken <laughs> a massive jump from this. So. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you said stonks. Oh, oh sorry. Their stonks have taken a massive jump. Yes, we, we like this meme on the, on the podcast. We're not over it yet. Um, so basically, they showed that um, in three months, their um, kind of revenue has risen to $3 billion. Um, nice. Yeah, and their projected was 2.7. So <laughs> when we're working in billions, that's $300 million. Yeah, I, I when I was thinking, I was like, oh, stocks, and then I was Stunks. like, oh wait, that's three hundred million. Yeah, and apparently the games responsible for the strong fourth quarter were Candy Crush, which I didn't even know they owned Candy Crush. I didn't know honest. they did either. I had no idea about that. Maybe they're just claiming it. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> they're like it's probably Candy Crush. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, World of Warcraft, obviously a Blizzard IP, yeah. and Call of Duty, and apparently most of that is down to you know the sins of gaming, microtransactions, which obviously yeah. would be um, you know and it, uh, a huge bizarrely part of Candy Crush, World of Warcraft, you'd, and you'd think that um, a lot of that. So I looked into it. Only 30% of that is from Warzone. Do you want to know where the rest of that Call of Duty is from? Money is from? Go on. Yeah. Call of Duty Mobile. Oh, of course. It's yeah. really popular, isn't it? It is, it is it really is popular. Huge. Yeah. I did play it for huge. a while when it first came out. Um, it, was, it's, it was good for a mobile game. It was fantastic. Mm. I just, I mean, but the thing I, is, yeah. it's just reused assets from all yeah. of the games on a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but <laughs> and then yeah. buy some packs. I think it's just the accessibility of it as well. Yeah, I used to play at work. Yeah, (laughs) perfect thing to announce. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) hopefully no one at your work listens to this. (laughs) And I'm fired. Um, uh, But yeah, so from this kind of you know random 300 million, well not random. Obviously, we know that they've come from these mark transactions, but from this increase in 300 million from their projections, their stonks went up by 11 (laughs) percent. Which, when you're working in this kind of you know um in this kind of money you know you're working it as a company with you know billions of dollars 11 percent is a lot mm. of, of increase um when your company doesn't is that sound valuable. like a lot but it would be an absolute time. oh god yeah yeah no well, i mean the thing is is normally stocks are going up by like you know m- micro amounts like half percentages <laughs> and you're just jumping 11 percent like that yeah. it's crazy that is a lot and all just because it w- they were just because they went look this is how much money we made and people were like oh god invest They're like wow 
Well, I mean, it is a lot to be fair to them, but reportedly um, Activision actually want a mobile game for all of their IPs. Nice. <laughs> so, you know, if, if we thought we were safe from more mobile games coming Money. for each of our franchises, See, Activision my, will change our minds on that. My, my problem is I don't, I actually don't have a problem with this as long as I've, I've, I've got two reservations. Um, the first is as long as we still get those IPs as main games on yeah. consoles, yeah, fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. whatever. And the second is as long as these sort of, I feel like they can get away with these microtransactions on phones. Oh, definitely. As long as, yeah. as it just stays on the phones. I don't yeah. really care. It's the bleed no. over into the mainstream that I worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when are we going to get Candy Crush Mobile? <laughs> <laughs> what, Candy Crush Console Edition? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Coming to PC soon. <laughs> Candy Crush. Um so yeah, Activision really in a good spot, you know, right now. They're um they're kind of living the high life, just telling all their their subsidiaries to start adding more microtransactions because that's clearly where the money is. You know, mm-hmm. even though we rag on them, there are people out there. We know people out there, Zach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that will spend money on these things and um it's crazy that they can actually. Um, I'll, I'll discuss it with you off the podcast, but um, he's actually just picked up a new habit. Um, and, it's, and he told me that he was picking up this new hobby um, to stop him spending money and I quite, <laughs> to stop him spending money on pointless things. And this so far has cost him a fortune and he's only just started. So I'll, I'll discuss that with you off the podcast. Though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Carry on. Moving on to my last piece of news for today um, it's to do with Warner Gaming. Um, and it's actually been a long five years for Warner. They've actually been fighting a court case. It's whether, been a cold winter. <laughs> <laughs> whether you knew or no, you know, you didn't know, five years ago, they started a, um, a court case to actually patent the um, Nemesis system from mm-hmm. Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor. Um, yeah. Obviously, Shadow of Mordor being the first time the Nemesis system was used. If you're not yeah. familiar with the Nemesis system, it's kind of the core fundamental of the game where unique stories and situations are kind of procedurally generated. So um, the way that they use their nemesis system is you kind of have ranks of orcs and then these orcs can kind of interact with each other, with you and you build your own kind of stories. Mm, so it's a really rivalries, cool system. scars. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. Yeah. And I think they've really expanded on it in shadow of war. Massively, and, then, yeah. and then I just came up with, you know, these stories that I'll remember from my time of playing that someone um, else wouldn't necessarily. Yeah, and that, yeah. that they'd never have. I've had like such a, like a good time with the Nemesis system. I think it's such an intelligent system. Oh yeah. Um, oh, it's brilliantly designed. Yeah, and it, it is, and it's just like it's one of those things that, like I said, I've got memories now that you know other people wouldn't have, but they'll have other memories, and like that's really nice as well. So you can kind of share those and be like, oh well, in mine I had this and this and this. But um, so they've actually shout, Ranger. They <laughs> <laughs> used to call you really Grey Walker. Yeah, Grey <laughs> Walker. Yeah, all strange things. You burnt my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there are ones we can all you know, agree we've heard yeah. a million times. The just general phrases they shout. But yeah. obviously, there's only so many variations of those they can yeah, do. Yeah, of course. So as that aside, you know, we all love the Nemesis system. We all think it's a really fun and engaging system. Um, but they've actually won the you know the patent to secure it as their own. So mm. no one now is allowed to use, use anything that. like the Nemesis system. Otherwise yeah. they could come under copyright, you know, laws, legislation. Warner's knocking on your door. 
Yeah, exactly. Wait. And obviously, we know that these big companies have the funds to do so, and they will do so. If you're, you know, anything bigger than a tiny little dev studio, you're probably not worth it. You'll probably just get like a cease and desist. <laughs> they won't even <laughs> bother like taking you to court. Um, so obviously, you know, they did create the system. It's theirs. It's, it's their IP. It's all of their code. Um, but at the same time, it is kind of sad that, you know, we love this system and I think yeah. it could work so well in a different game. Um, not that I don't love the Shadow mm. games. I think mm. they're amazing. They it, are. It's just... It's just it's a great a, mechanic that someone exactly. else it's, could it's build a mechanic off of. That, yeah. And, and we don't, it doesn't, like, lend itself to Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor any better than it could another game. It doesn't, you know... No. It doesn't fit in that game so well that you couldn't ever take it Replace out and put it, it into put another it game. Else. Yeah. Yeah. So I do find it quite sad that we'll not get another game unless Warner makes it that use the Nemesis system. Yeah, yeah, it, it does feel a bit like that, really, because there are so many games or companies out there who could take or just kind of create off of that idea and kind of, you know, come up, even come up with something completely different, but mm-hmm. just that, that, that it was based around that idea. Um, and it is such, like you say, it's such an intelligent system and it creates a, a very unique experience. And I think there's a lot of game different games completely different style of games to um shadow war and that that would have probably been well could have been made a lot better using a similar system mm. to that or could or, or tried could to do something but it didn't work yeah. because they didn't have yeah. these sort of yeah i think i think the nemesis system is something that could work so well in like yeah. big games as well like big rpgs mm. where you, there's already this element of, of you know you're you're your building own your story. own story yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you add that in and you would just get this whole new layer of this is my experience mm. compared to someone else's i think like i would love to put it in something um you know some huge rpg where you then also have this nemesis system uh coming back and i just i do think it's quite sad that we'll have to wait to see if warner wants to use it with anything else i didn't think it was you know like it's a really intelligent system but i didn't think it was something they would fight for five years no secure as their own like i just thought it would be a case of if someone else did use it it's not going to replace the shadow games then no, no one's going to go oh well this has got the nemesis system pretty much so i'm never going to play shadow of you know of whatever the next yeah one yeah, is. yeah it could be a shooter for god's sake it could be like a, exactly like, you know, a modern so, shooter or something you know it's, you know i have no idea how much they spent to actually you know fight this case but i'm sure it was quite a bit mm, um, yeah. if it went on for five years so you know it's, it's happened now we can't really do anything we just have to wait and see um what yeah. they do but I mean, it was quite funny um that one gaming journalist was quick to point out that he thought it was disgusting considering how much shadow um you know of mordor of war borrowed from other yeah. games <laughs> and it is true you know when we first ever saw shadow of mordor oh, we were both like, like oh my god it's Lord the rings games. assassin's creed <laughs> yeah like a mixture of all the things we love like put yeah into one and then thing. the abilities were like you know so sort of pulled from a load of other games like the supernatural abilities he does so like, oh it's assassin's yeah, creed with yeah, like abilities like, from like this game you know yeah yeah, yeah, and the combat was like Batman, but the Arkham and games. It, but I mean, oh, yeah. I don't they stole you... that from themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but I don't know if you ever saw this, um, but it, uh, at the time as well, when that trailer launched, when Talion yeah. did an air assassination and stabbed the orc in the neck and stuff, mm. the, one of the lead uh, designers from Assassin's Creed 2 actually accused them of stealing his code. Ooh. Oh, wow. The air assassination. He was like... And then it came out that maybe there was someone who worked for Ubisoft at the time with that guy now at 
um so it's kind of like did he steal Conspiracy. it if he worked on it with you like <laughs> it is yeah you've been there it's, it's super ironic and it is it just it feels yeah. like they fought this case um they bought know, so they built a game off they built they, yeah, they built a game games. that that yeah they built a game that stole all of its skeleton except for one mechanic from everything yeah. around it and then they trademark the one unique mechanic yeah. <laughs> where everybody else is like but what about what about the things about us oh, okay <laughs> Imagine if it's Assassin's Creed down and I'm like, that's it. We're that's trademarking. It. That's it. Assassinations are mine now. <laughs> oh, you have the word assassinate in your game, do you? Copyright. <laughs> oh, it's going to be well awkward for the Hitman series, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take him out, agent. Uh, Remove pre- him. <laughs> that is all for my news pieces, though. So, Chris, Take it away. what are you starting with? Is it going to be EA? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll jump straight into EA. And I actually have a um, financial report from EA. Mm. So don't run away. It's actually quite interesting. <laughs> well, I think it is anyway. So um, the first bit is reportedly since 2012, um, EA has made $3 billion off of the Star Wars license. Nice. Um, that's mad to me. Well, yeah. the thing is like, it's not mad, but considering I don't actually think they've released that many Star Wars games. That's what I was going to say. You said, I think last week or the week before, that you, you think that they've actually kind of squandered a lot of their time with the well, license. The, well, the rumor is that Disney feels that way, which is why they ended the exclusivity deal. Okay. Um, so, because they haven't released that many games. Uh, and then they also released a lot of, you know, Battlefront 2, a lot of uh, a sort of public uh, media outcry, which made Disney look bad again. And they were like, oh, for goodness sake. They're like <laughs> slapping EA, you, like EA. sort yourself out. <laughs> um, and that, that was one of the big things that was rumoured to be why they took the microtransactions out of Battlefront 2. Because mm-hmm. Disney turned around and went, take them out. Um, but anyway, so... A three billion off the Star Wars license. Um, it's no wonder they were slightly upset about losing their exclusivity yeah. deal. Um, and this is interesting. So, do you guys know about Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah, I do. I've never played it, but I I see ads for it all the time. Mm. So, this is EA's Star Wars mobile game. It's like a, a RPG turn based, isn't it? Turn based game where yeah. you can recruit. Like they have like every Star Wars character imaginable. And that was one of the first things they released with the license, wasn't it? Yes, I believe so. Um, and, you know, they've added to it over, over the years. Yeah. And that accounts for one billion of the, uh, of the money earned wow. from Star Wars license alone. <laughs> Jesus. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's quite wild. Um, so EA reportedly has been shattering records um, due to their live services game. Uh, games it's been driven uh, notably by apex legends madden yeah, and apex fifa champions um <laughs> and they said specifically the ultimate team from madden and fifa yeah as well as obviously apex yeah, yeah um and this is the part that blows my mind so obviously we talk about microtransactions and we talk about how they work for the industry but i like i know it's a lot of money but if you had to say like oh what percentage of a company's income is from their game sales and from yeah. microtransactions what would you say like well, oh the microtransactions yeah, yeah. are like an extra 20 percent yeah, or something. yeah yeah but i've said i've seen the figures and i'm just in awe of it <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe would it. you agree with that bradley or would you say i've been like naive 
no i th- i would say that it, that it would have been more like that like you know sort of an extra 20 30 percent maybe yeah no i agree mm. well it, as of this report ea makes 72 percent of their profits from live service games <laughs> with only 28 percent coming from the game sales themselves wow ridiculous so it, wow <laughs> so when we get all these stories about dragon age 4 is going to be a live service game it's like well no wonder you want it to be a live service yeah. game <laughs> 72 percent of your profit comes from it yeah and that, that's why they want everything to be this live service game which is actually what i've put here which is why jedi fallen order continues to be a mystery to me because mm. it has no microtransactions no, no microtransactions at all no how did respawn pull it off they just no went, idea. no, 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 stay away. No. <laughs> and every time they're just... Uh, <laughs> it was, it's probably a combination of that <laughs> and a combination of Disney giving them a slap for Battlefront 2. Yeah. Oh, so they, they, like, they made it at that perfect time, that little Goldilocks time. They, they were like, like oh, we have they to were... be good with this one, otherwise Disney's yeah. going to come They were under the thumb. Again. They were they were literally like, they had their heads down and they were Respawn like... Just... just like, hee hee. <laughs> yeah. So... Touch um, us. So for, for a bit of perspective, their last quarter, they made $858 million from game sales. Nice. And they made $1.5 billion from in-app purchases slash microtransactions in nice. their games. So Zach, Zach was half of that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's just, it, it, honestly, when I, when I wrote this all up, it blew my mind. Because I yeah. knew microtransactions were, a, were big, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, it makes so much more sense to me now why they try and push it in everything because yeah. it, they just make so much more money from all of this than from. And I don't think that's necessarily a good thing because the, the, the problem I have is I don't hate live service games, not like no. a lot of people do out there. I think in certain games, prime example, Apex Legends, when you have a game that's free to play, and mm-hmm. that money that you generate from the live service goes back into the game development and you get updates yeah. and you get fresh content and it keeps the game alive. I actually generally think that's a brilliant yeah. and an acceptable service model. Like I'm yeah, perfectly yeah. fine with that. My problem is when they try and make Dragon Age 4 a live service game and yeah. we end up with a load of absolute crap in an RPG that's a single player game. Yeah. You know, it's know just... It's the problem. It's like it does work in certain games, and I'm not against it in certain games. It's no. just like it, it should be more like like it. Live service aspects weren't needed in Jedi Fallen Order, for example. And exactly. I think we're all happy that there's nothing in there like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know if uh, you guys have anything different. No, no, I completely agree with you. I think that's 100. I mean, we know how much Jack loves Apex. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I it's like like you say, games like that that do obviously keep giving back with those purchases and stuff. I obviously I think that's fine as well. I personally don't like it when uh, if it's a story driven game or whatever, and you can then go on a store and buy cosmetic stuff and things like that because I just think why like it's different when it's a you know a big multiplayer game and you know it's like constantly updating, things are changing, you get skins, you get stuff like that because people and obviously like you say the game's free to play so it's mm. different but but i would have been really wound up if jedi fallen order had a store where it's like oh you can get this <laughs> lightsaber but only if you buy this pack or you know download you know. cal kestis's newest adventure now 
yeah that's what i mean like yeah i just i just i uh, don't see that i think that's wrong and yeah i'm i'm in a complete agreement with you yeah where are you bradley you got anything or do you sort of in the same mindset uh yeah pretty much in the same mindset i don't i don't really mind it when they do bring out cosmetics for single player mm. stuff as long as it is just cosmetics mainly because yeah. normally there's enough for you know for me i'm not that but i know jack's a little like you know customized freak and he, he needs to have everything <laughs> whereas i'm very vanilla so it really doesn't yeah, yeah. it doesn't That's bother me when like cosm- cosmetics oh, are you, are are you one of them people as well like i bet you you know you play all games vanilla i bet you like when do you leave your character wearing the like the starting armor it depends what the like, character is but i, I remember like, being mortified <laughs> when i was back in the halo reach days when i remember clicking on friends list and seeing Bradley max rank, but default armor. No, I, I was waiting because I wanted to get Thingy's um, helmet. Uh, the Nils. commander helmet. Oh, no, no. Com- yeah, I wanted to get commander. You went commando, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the one I liked. And I also used the one where the knife was on the bottom of the chest plate. And you had the little scarfy bit. Like from okay, Jin, cool. yeah, yeah. So the I did scout. change it a little bit, but most people would go for really bulky armor, and I went for like really basic mm. tiny armor. <laughs> yeah. Side yeah. note: I've finally unlocked all the armor in Halo Reach, hey. and my Spartan looks like a god. <laughs> I was looking at it, and I was like, "I'll send this to the to, to Jack and Bradley," but I was like, "But only Bradley will appreciate it." So. <laughs> <laughs> so I, will. I won't. I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, anything else to say on that? Are we no, good to move no, on? No, move yeah. on. So, hilariously, we were just literally talking about uh, cosmetics in single-player games. Yeah. So, it's a wow. great segue straight onto my Assassin's Creed next this week. Yeah. So, there's been a bit of an uproar in the Assassin's Creed community. Uh, this has especially been prevalent on YouTube and on Reddit. And this sort of sentiment has been boiling for a couple of months with mm-hmm. a couple subsequent sort of additions. Um, and it basically started with people were upset that there was a, a review window for Assassin's Creed Valhalla and then three months after its release, after that review window was well and truly sort of gone, yeah. um, Ubisoft decided it was their time to add time savers to the game. Um, so uh, it's, it is a massive dick move. Like, oh, we'll get all the credit for not having time savers in this one. And then once they're all out of the way, we'll add them. <laughs> yeah. And people are people are, I think are, gem, are generally upset, and I think it's fairly fairly so, because um, because like Bradley said, like cosmetics, okay, I I don't mind that. I mean, there is also further people annoyed about cosmetics in this game, but I'll tell you why I think this is valid for Valhalla, but not valid for Odyssey. Yeah, and I'll get into that. So there's nine sets of armor available to you in the base game. So nine right. different suits that you can wear in, in Valhalla. Yeah. Um, and now there are nine armor sets available to buy on the store as well. Right. So, and the armor sets on the store have way better stats, way better sadistic statistics. They're just better all round. Mm-hmm. Um, and this has a lot of people annoyed because they're like, you've now got the same amount of purchable um, outfits that you do of the... Um, non-perchable and there's yeah. some evidence some people went lurking in the code that these outfits have been in the game file i mean you know maybe they were still working on them but these have been in the game files for close to release so it looks like they had them like finished and they've just been pumping them out every month or right. every couple of weeks mm-hmm. as opposed to like 
actually generally working. It was like they just held them in their pocket for like, oh, money, oh, money, <laughs> oh, money um, type sort of approach. And uh, yeah, that to be honest, that doesn't sit very well with me. And I get why people are upset because some of these sets are so cool. And prime example of why people are upset, people who talked about Odyssey. Now, Odyssey had 12 sets of unique looking legendary armor as well as over 20 plus other sets of armor from yeah. different qualities to common to, I think it was exotic. I think they, yeah. they had that rating. Something like that. And then you could obviously choose, um, you could make whatever armor piece look like whatever armor piece you wanted. It was one of the, the good updates they really did for that game. And people were like, I can't believe um, we have eight armor sets in Valhalla. You add in eight as microtransactions, yet in a you know in Odyssey we had thirty two plus and then you had did like eight or ten in the store, and it was like you, you can live with that because of how much breadth of content there is in the base game. Yeah, and I think this has caused a, a debate online about what should the microtransaction to base content be? Should you have two times the base options and then have? And, and I think that's a fair talking point. I think as long as there's enough content and this just feels like an addition instead, because a lot of people feel like this is just stitched off content that's mm. been sort of pumped out piecemeal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is really upsetting because we all love Ubisoft and we all yeah. love like the way they do, you know, make most of their games, but stuff like this, they keep doing more and more of it and it's really starting to grind my gears. And I know a lot of the internet is getting very, and a lot of hardcore Valhalla fans, like people who are still playing Valhalla now, like who got it on release. Like these aren't exactly people who hated the game, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the, the, I've said this before and I agree with Bradley actually, as long as it's cosmetics, I'm okay but there also, I feel, needs to be enough content in the base game for it to feel just like this is extra stuff and not cut stuff, which is why I said I think Odyssey is a great example because there's so much content in Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And then you just get these extra stuff if, if you want to. Um, uh, so I think, I think as much as we praise Valhalla and we all really liked Valhalla, uh, they have screwed the pooch here with with yeah. the store in Valhalla. I think, in yeah. my opinion, I, d- I don't know if you've got different takes after hearing that. No, I mean I don't. Obviously, I haven't played the game yet. Um, I will, but I haven't in a minute, and I can see exactly what you mean. And I think, yeah, it seems like they've done that on purpose. Um, and yeah, I, I wouldn't be happy with it either. But then, you know, I don't know. I don't know enough about Valhalla anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, even I kind of disagree with this one like as in i think it's a bit wrong for them to do that Mm. um like i said you know i'm not too big on cosmetics but these are like armor as well that you know you can actually use in the game like it's the problem stats stats, yeah Yeah. better stats and i'm someone who likes to be the most powerful thing in the world (laughs) like i have a power complex in games it's it's a little bit pay to win exactly and it's a you know like we said before it's not flying game it's you know it's a solo game so why do i really need to pay mm. to be better in in this game like yeah i don't it's, know it it's just... kind of like what jack said if if you had jedi fallen order and they had a store and then they went oh buy this lightsaber for two times damage yeah, yeah exactly you know, that's kind of what it is you know 
And I'm just like, no, I won't. I, I wouldn't do it out of principle, you know, it's one of those things. But I do think it does get to a point where it's wrong, especially comparing it, like you said, to Odyssey. And Odyssey got so much hate. And mm. I hate that it got so much hate because I really, really loved it. Um, that people say like it's bloated and stuff, but I just think people don't like, you know, loads of content, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I understand that criticism for Odyssey. I think some oh. of the content could have been... Uh, I, I love Odyssey and I actually think I was actually thinking about playing it again the other day mm-hmm. and I actually think it's aged like fine wine like Aww. I actually think uh, it, it's actually I think my favourite of the modern Assassin's Creed's <gasps> see um, and, and that's weird because it's Mine's slowly right, like right. like the more I think about it the more I'm like oh I the most fun I've had with these was Odyssey what did you um, guys Alexios or Cassandra Alexios. Yes, yeah, see, this white people again. People really are mean about his voice Alexios. actor. Yeah, I thought he was great. Yeah, I me too. Him. And apparently, he didn't have any real time to prepare. So, like the you know the kind of raw performance he gave mm. was because he had no time to kind of you know prepare for the character. And people really rip into him online. And I am literally like, I love him. Yeah. I think he's so fun, and he captures that like innocence and that humor. Mm. Like I really think people are just yeah. Dying. I mean, bizarrely, because Dan the mark. Dan played Odyssey through completely. My brother, and he doesn't mm-hmm. play games through like at all. But he yeah. did the whole thing. Wow. And I can it's, remember his commitment. Well, yeah, and he didn't even he he. I think it was still he didn't really like the gameplay either. Um, oh, okay. He liked the story and enjoyed the sort of mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed. Um. But he, that was one thing he said that really kept him in the game was Alexios. Yeah. Was, we were like, I feel like this is the most charismatic Creed character since Ezio. Yeah. Like, I really bought into him. And I don't get that hate online. I, I, I mean, I love all of the assassins. That's what, like, my problem is. I'm too much of an assassin lover in terms yeah. of, like, all the protagonists I get the, attached to. The only to, one I think is a bit boring. I thought Evie was a bit boring. But that's about it. I, I like quite like TV. No, I see, just, I thought I Jacob thought was, was more annoying. And I loved no, it. It's weird. I thought he was more annoying than um, Evie. Yeah. Because he was just sometimes too like, oh, I'm the stupid one. I make <laughs> rash decisions. <laughs> What's and I'm that, like, Greeny? Assassin's <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he he was a bit like that. Like, I liked him and he was fun. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, it did feel like at times it was like, no one is this you know ooh, I'm brash and I'm I mean we've talked decision. about it before like I that's my least favorite Assassin's Creed game Syndicate, Syndicate yeah but I I, I do think the protagonists are, are fun London um, is dreary to be honest <laughs> yeah I think they just London they London. missed the mark London with a lot of the historical stuff I was looking forward to I think mm-hmm. but yeah. um yeah anyway um back to what we were talking <laughs> about um you just sort of we're all in agreement that this isn't exactly great no, yeah. for Ubisoft. No, no, no. But clearly, from what we've talked about today, the only way gaming is moving forward is with microtransactions. Sadly, yeah. yeah. It seems to be, and that's definitely the case with Ubisoft's games. Look at them all. Yeah. Um, the only thing that makes me sad is I... Well, to be fair, actually, I was just about to say I'd hope if they did Splinter Cell, they wouldn't do this. But then I started imagining all these cool Splinter Cell costumes they could add in. And I was like, <laughs> no! Don't buy them. Don't do it. <laughs> you know. Um, and I miss the days of when you'd buy a DLC pack with like eight or ten different costumes in it. Yeah. yeah for like yeah. the same price as what you'd pay for one skin now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blows my mind. Like that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. yeah. 
Uh, that's all I have to really say on on that sort of hoo ha. <laughs> Ready to move on? Yeah, of yep. course. So my last bit of news, I actually have a bit of movie news. Mm. So obviously <laughs> our, our new movie news and TV news has been quite sparse the last couple of weeks. It's really surprised me, mm-hmm. but I, I suppose that's just an effect of 2021. Uh, you know, the the movie industry, TV industry is struggling. Whereas the gaming industry is just like news, news, news. Well, success, success. You know, it's mm-hmm. these two bipolar opposites, and it's quite funny to watch. Um, but we got a rumor that's kind of. Some people have said it's confirmed. Some people say it's a rumor. It's a very weird thing. But reportedly, Keanu Reeves was offered the role of Craven the Hunter in his own spin-off film. Um, inspired such aiming to match the tone of Logan. Mm. So mm. this sort of ties into these spin-off anti-hero villain movies that Sony yeah. are making at the minute. We've obviously got the Venom yeah. Um, yeah. film and Morbius, yeah. which I know Jack's excited about, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I am, yeah. Um, so this would be the third in that sort of mini movie universe. Um, with Keanu Reeves as Craven, and then the rumor is he has his own movie. Uh, then that would set him up to become this villain of Spider-Man Four, which obviously they will eventually make um, down the line. Yeah, but uh, you don't be wrong. You, you know we we love Keanu Reeves. We fanboy over Keanu Reeves. Jack adores him as John Wick. I love him yeah. as Neo. Like there's. He's a beloved actor to this podcast, but mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't see, see this. Neither can I at all. No, it seems it's very strange casting, like or even potential casting. I think it's because he's popular, and Sony are yeah. like, "Oh, get him, <laughs> capitalize, <People> like him, <laughs> capitalize." He's popular. <laughs> but I mean, do you guys know a lot about Craven? I I don't know loads about Craven, but I just I I know bits and pieces. But mm-hmm. go for it. So, Explain. Well, I, I don't know the most about him. I, I've I've read um, Craven's Last Hunt, right? Um, which is the, the a big, famous, really that's really the one where he gets the better of Spider Man, and um, he goes from quite a comical villain. Uh, I I find him quite a comical villain. To in Craven's Last Hunt, you're like Jesus. This guy's like he could capture Spider Man and beat Spider. He's basically like a big game hunter with powers who's like crazy. But he's clever as well, and he's and he traps and ensnares Spider-Man. In, in but he's not completely like evil. He does have that sort of which weirdly a lot of Spider-Man's villains have. Yeah, where it's that edge where you're like, oh, okay, he's bad, but he's also got some redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. But it's also he, you know, he wants to get Spider-Man because he wants to like chop his head off, and he wants him to be his trophy because it's like it's like, oh, what else can I hunt? Because I'm, you know, the, yeah. the big hunter. What about a living Spider-Man? That sounds awesome. I'm going to go kill that and mount it <laughs> on my wall. Um, so it is kind of an inherently silly character, but it, in concept. But the way that we always work so well in the comics is how much of a threat they make him to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, whereas in the cartoons, it's always just like, oh, this guy who has a vague like Russian Eastern European accent, and he's like walking around like on all fours and he's got like a knife in his teeth and he's like, I'm Craven the Hunter. I've come to get you. Like, you know, like this God awful, like caricature 
Um, in it, that's like literally him in every like Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. Oh. But like, if he's written like good, like Craven's Last Hunt, um, it, then it's a it can be a very good ca- uh, character. But again, he's a very muscular giant. Um, you know, Eastern European slash Russian sort of stereotypical looking dude. Mm-hmm. And even aesthetically, I just can't see Keanu Reeves. Yeah, like, see, I was just looking up like Craven, like I was just looking at loads of different like pictures of him from like loads of different things. And I aside from like the slick hair and that, like I can't really and the like the beard, I can't really see like you say the build and size and everything like that i just don't really yeah. see keanu in that role um yeah, he I, looks almost like as, as well i feel like keanu reeves doesn't really play um you know not that he doesn't that he's always the same but he doesn't really play these roles of like these like even as john wick if he's not he's not very arrogant about his his ability or skill like and this guy looks like he wants to be mm. also. yeah and that's the like, thing about craven it's like he actually has a lot of comedic yeah, uh, dark comedic lines mm. that are very hard to pull off because yeah. if you don't pull off the delivery right, it would come off really awkward, yeah, or yeah. or you don't make him menacing and he just comes off as goofy. It's, a, it's, it's a like joke. Yeah, there's yeah. this really fine balance where you've got to he's got to be like kind of darkly funny but also menacing at the same time. Yeah, and I can just see Keanu Reeves like deadpan delivering these lines. <laughs> That's what like, I can oh, see. No, <laughs> no. But that's not. I, I. But that's. This isn't the role I want to see him in in Marvel. No, no, like, no. there's so many roles out there. I think. Oh, Keanu Reeves, you'd be great in this. And mm-hmm. this just isn't the role they should cast him in at all, in my opinion. No. You know. I, um. Do have you got anyone? You, you just said you sort of look at the pictures. Who who would you like to see cast? Like, so, so do you know what's really weird? So I, I obviously don't know a lot about the character, but just from the del- the way you said that he's kind of as a character and delivered, and also I'm looking at these the cartoon pictures of him and stuff like that, and um, the, the 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 outfit and the slick hair and the sort of the the rough tumble guy. Do you know who instantly came to mind for the menacing but comedic <clears> thing? <throat> <clears throat> strangely enough it was jeffrey d morgan i knew you was gonna oh, say that i knew God. it jeff <laughs> i thought you, about negan you, and i nailed yeah. this fan yeah. casting and well, he can get big like comedian. yeah exactly and i thought yeah and i thought about negan in the walking dead and i thought about what he he's literally that mm. character like he has lines that you can't help but laugh at but what he's saying is question is sick. can he do like a weird vaguely eastern european oh, Russian accent i imagine he can I, one, I don't know but one though like they always get voice coaches into to do these anyway with with these yeah. hollywood movies and two yeah. they might change so that he's not they, not yeah, yeah. got the but accent oh, it's such a but shame do you not, do you not cause, think because i think he's the problem i have is studios don't trust him and don't think he's a big enough talent mm. but he's such an underrated oh, amazing 100%. little gem if he he just needs this like a couple breaks because yeah. everything he's in he's great. he's great yeah he is and i i just think that just is from the such look, a good that's so much better than what i was thinking what were you thinking go on no, I just I, I had a, a few different things popping around in my brain, but that it, it's just not as good. You're as like that. Michael Sarah, <laughs> really Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> well, yeah. you say that, but they cast him as Lex Luthor. He was great in that. To be fair, uh, I, thought he, I thought he was uh, good in that. Yeah. I mean, go on. Who did you have in mind though, Chris? Just out of interest, or what couple of people did you have? Uh, well, I sort of it it, it would. Yeah. 
the problem is uh the guy i have just doesn't look mm. I, I was sort of thinking of i'd really like um um arnie hammer Mm. Um, oh, Army Hammer! Yeah, I really like him as an actor, yeah. and and he's he's got Russian heritage. Um, but I don't know, I I if he could look. Well, there is a, there is a photo of him with a beard and kind of dishevelled, um, and he does look cool. But it, it, is it not enough? Like the character, I don't know. But he is very tall. He can put on a lot of muscle. He's. Yeah. Um, I think if you if you've ever watched Man from Uncle, he does mm-hmm. this really good balance of menacing and comedic. Yeah, um, I think he'd be a great choice, but mm. it's it's nowhere near as good as Jeffrey um, Morgan. Jeffrey D. Morgan. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. It's interesting. I think the Keanu thing is just yeah, it just seems so out there. But but we'll, you know, like you yeah. say, maybe it's just the popularity thing. Yeah, I think that that's what it is. They're just like, let's get get this guy because he's had a renaissance you this know? guy no but he has he's had this um popularity run he's the internet's boyfriend they call yeah, him, he's didn't they? yeah right? yeah and everyone's <laughs> like oh john wick oh this and his career skyrocketed like he's mm. done everything recently he even brought back um what's that uh ted and what's bill and that? ted bill Wait, and ted bill and ted's come back yeah, yeah there was a re- new they movie. released one last year yeah I didn't after lockdown that. i went yeah. to go see it that was a stealth uh, release. It, it was. Um, <laughs> it did all of a sudden just come out of nowhere. I swear, like I saw it when it just before it was released, like the adverts for it. And yeah, I was like, is it that was, Keanu Reeves? It was so weird. I went. I went to go see it, and I was just like, uh, halfway through, I kept turning to the person I went with, and I was like, "Are you liking this?" And they, they were like, "Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny, isn't it?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, I suppose it's kind of <laughs> funny." But like, <laughs> it was just. It was kind of. I don't know. Some of the jokes really landed, and then a lot of the time it was like twenty minutes of so just awkward, like jokes not landing, and I was yeah. just like, "Oh, wow." Okay. Yeah, he does do. It. He is. Yeah, definitely. Um, the internet's lover boy, isn't he? At the minute, <laughs> boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Every everyone's like, we still, we still forgive you for being in cyberpunk as well. You're yeah. still like one of the best things about cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's like a, this guy who does Johnny Silverhand impressions. Right. Oh, and he's so funny. It's so good. I love it. I just watch it. For, I've, I've, every time it just pops on my phone, I'm like, oh, I'll watch this. <laughs> but um, anyway, that's the end of our news this week, I believe. Unless you guys had anything else you wanted to, to mention. No, no, I'm all good. Ready I will say, on. I will say, Total War Warhammer 3 uh looks to be like one of the best selling games on steam ever just from pre-orders Ooh. nice <laughs> I, that's i just thought i'd, I'd point that out you couldn't like, help it i'm not alone <laughs> um yeah i haven't pre-ordered it I, i'll probably get it in the first week because i'm i i'm such an idiot I'm, I'm against pre-orders but i'm gonna buy it in the first week anyway yeah <laughs> whatever <laughs> stupid um we'll move on to our next section so we haven't got any reviews this week mm-hmm uh, we were all, you know, playing and we obviously we don't want to half ass anything. We want to talk no. about something when we've actually, you know, done it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll move on to our second section this week, which is a follow up from last week. And it's our most anticipated slash least anticipated. But this week we're talking about video games instead of yeah, movies. Video games. Video games. <laughs> I um, think Bradley should start. <laughs> to be fair, I can if you want. 
Well, you oh, really? want to do the list? Wow. Yeah. Oh, Go do on. you want me to? I'll read it out then if you want. Go through. Yeah, so do it. The, do the it. list that, that, you know, Chris has. has so this up. isn't everything. Yeah, no, this is just, just the like... ones he's, he's picked out. Um, you know, and he's covered a fair amount. So the list is Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake, which obviously we've talked about. Might you know, come out. <laughs> quite sad. Yeah, might come out. Could be point. removed from the list. Yeah. Outriders, near replicant. Um, version 1.2.0, you know, in a ridiculously long um, title. Resident Evil The Village. Um, isn't it Re- is it Resident Evil yeah. 8? The yeah, 8 The yeah. Village. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Deathloop, Back for Blood, Aragami 2, Blood Bowl 3, Chivalry 2, Crimson Desert, Elden Ring, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Evil West, Far Cry 6, God of War Ragnarok, Gotham Knights, Halo Infinite, Hollow Knight, Silk Song, um, Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, New World, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and Chris has put yes, this is apparently a thing. Huh? I knew about this. Yeah, did I you did. not, Chris? Yeah, I knew about no, this. No, but like... I just, I thought, oh, please don't be a reaction to like, hey, quarantine, hey, it's so funny, we've all been <laughs> oh, quarantine. Oh. Hey. Actually, it actually yeah, yeah. was announced before um, all of this came about. It oh, was I, like, like, for, for game, a minute, I was like, oh, yeah. don't be like a so reactionary it was, thing. It was like, um, it was, I Rainbow thought it was Six just had add-on. A, yeah. Had a, no, they had a zombie event. Yeah, oh, that was it for Halloween. Yeah, and what yeah, they yeah, basically yeah. did is they realized that it was really popular. So they were like, right, let's just make a separate game. Yeah. Um, oh, wow, so, that's so cool. Yeah, so okay. they, they just announced... You've, you've changed my opinion. Yeah, oh, no, it, was a th- it wasn't a reactionary thing. It was, no. it was set... I was expecting know. some weird thing where they're like, there's a virus and there's a pathogen. COVID. Now we, have... <laughs> <laughs> now we send in our agents. But... um. Yeah, to do no. the same exact thing they do in Rainbow Six anyway. <laughs> Kicking some doors and walls. Yeah, go on. Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart. Riders, Republic. State of Decay 3. Warhammer, 40k. Darktide. Hood, Outlaws. Exo Mecha. Ghostwire, Tokyo. Little Nightmares 2. Total Warhammer 3. Chris, I wonder what your favourite is. <laughs> put a little smiley face next to it. <laughs> Vampire, The Masquerade, Bloodlines 2. So, starting off, with mine um, as Jack wanted hmm. I didn't look at the list because I can't you know I'm all for decisions but I, I also had in my head what I was going to pick mm-hmm. and it, you know it's on the list I'm glad he's put it on the I list I know what it is what I, is it Chris it's Elden Ring isn't it's it? got to be Elden Ring, it's it's Elden Ring. Be. I, knew, I knew it as well I knew it was going to be Elden Ring for you I when I'm struggling to make a decision yeah. I have to just you know stick with my gut and go from software mm-hmm. you know I've got I've got a Dark Souls 3 poster and a Bloodborne poster right in front of me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to have to stick with yeah. my roots and go for um, Elden Ring. There are, as you know, you heard me ooh and, um, you know, kind of <laughs> stop at different ones. There are loads of games on here that I'm really interested yeah, in. Yeah, a lot um, of sequels to stuff we spoke about yeah. as well, yeah. which is fun. But even new things, like I was really unsure about Outriders, but now like recently because... Um, I think it looks good, Outriders. Yeah, me, me yeah. and um, Alexa have just been playing loads of mm. on like co-op games and online yeah. games and i'm just like constantly looking for them yeah. and then i was like hold on like literally a few days ago i was like well i'm gonna look at some more gameplay for outriders because i kind of like pushed it to one side mm. and i was like actually this looks like it could be really yeah fun and, and the thing game. that i think is really exciting mm-hmm. is it looks so much like mass effect free online but yeah. like refined and made better and i loved I like free, free online. online. Yeah, I, I would say I loved it, but I did like it. I had a lot of fun in that, and I liked the fact that it affected the, 
the, uh, the, the game. single player. Yeah. Mm. And I remember like the annoyance of not realizing that the first playthrough and having <laughs> to do it again. Um, but yeah. And so in terms of like a cult game, Outriders would, would definitely be there. But my favorite or most anticipated would have to be Elden Ring. Um, in terms of least anticipated, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Probably one of the games that I don't know much about. Yeah. Um, you know, just like last time I picked Ghostbusters because I've never seen a Ghostbuster and I don't really have that, that kind <laughs> of um, attachment to it. But I don't know what Riders Republic is. Oh, that was, uh, I spoke about, that spoke about it. It's, it's the, the, it's the MMO um, biker crazy oh, stunts. It's like steep, thing. but yeah, but with like... Oh, it's that. But, yeah, with mm. Ubisoft. Yeah, probably wouldn't be interested in that. going to put that one down as, as my least anticipated. <laughs> but... But yeah, there's loads of other ones, but I'm not going to go through them. No, I was going to say, there's so many great games on here as well. It, like that, And there's a lot of games I'm not really, don't know anything about. Um, Chris, yeah. you want to go next or do you want me to? Yeah, I can go next. Go on, so then. this is a really hard one for me because like mm-hmm. Halo Infinite's sitting there. And I'm like, well, of course, like Halo, like, come on. But <laughs> you are a big I'm Halo also, fan. I am, I'm, you know, it's, 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 it goes back and forth with uh, Mass Effect for my favourite sci-fi um, and that is also on the list technically <laughs> yeah um but but the thing is uh i am apprehensive about halo infinite mm-hmm. i'm excited for it but it's not my most anticipated because yeah. it could be a dumpster fire yeah. like i don't want it to be i hope it's the most amazing halo ever um mm-hmm. but i yeah, think because be. i'm a bit middling on it it's not my most anticipated no yeah and then i was like oh god of war ragnarok and i was like i didn't even play the last god of war i just watched all of the cuts i watched all of it like a movie and i was like i'm i'm, I'm probably not gonna be able to restrain myself and i'll do that again it was such a cinematic experience that i got i got more i got more joy from watching it as a movie than i did from like playing some video games hmm. and in that if anything is like oh my god when i get access to this game be that a, a playstation down the line i have to you know play it for myself and experience it yeah but of course as bradley pointed out i can't not pick <laughs> so, total war warhammer 3 <laughs> it's, i love the face you've used it's such yeah. a contented smiley yeah, face contented smile, it's yeah. just like you, you know, it's gotta be this one <laughs> it's the end of the trilogy it's i've spoke about this it's the entirety of the all the trilogy is going to be mashed together into this game mm-hmm. and they're going to carry on making content for this for like four years like easily and i'm you know a lot of people are obsessive dlc but i'm like there's so much content and races you could make within warhammer and that because that that exists that i'm game for them to add all of it and i don't care i'll buy it like Mm -hmm. i want because this is amazing this is when you get games based on ips you never get Mm -hmm. the full experience you never get everything but this will be everything this is the warhammer world in full this is a childhood dream like this is something that you would never expect and it's only because of the success of warhammer one and two that this has really come about um to the levels that it has like if the other two games hadn't done well you wouldn't have got kislev and you wouldn't have got cafe you wouldn't have got these crazy um you know factions that they've worked with games workshop to make from nothing from a few lines of law mm-hmm. so yeah it's just how could i not choose it you know of course and what about your least uh you know what this is actually a really hard one because 
I don't think there's anything on here that I'm like, it was going to be Rainbow Six Quarantine until because, we said that. <laughs> until we spoke about it, but I'd probably have to give it to um, maybe Evil West. Oh, Just really? because I don't really, I mean, I know it, is, it sounds interesting, but out of everything, maybe Far Cry 6, actually. No, Evil West has me more intrigued than Far Cry 6. Oof. Far, Far Cry 6 is kind of just like... Oh, had a good just, cinematic, though. It yeah. did, but I'm kind of like... I, I'm not sure... Oh, well, I probably won't get it, but had a good cinematic, so it, it did. beats Riders Republic for me. <laughs> but but I'm kind of like, Riders Republic seems like a new, fun experience. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. Far Cry, out by Far Cry 6 might just be... Yeah, just the same Turn thing out. again. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's my, my choices. So, so, so for me, <laughs> I had to go on because <laughs> there's too many games on here that I'm interested in. Um, mm-hmm. I had to go on when I initially looked at the list. I made my decision the first time I looked at the list. Um, I, I looked through and I was like, it has to be the one that even just reading the list for the first time, I get the most excited about the premise of. Um, and I don't know if you'll be surprised by it or not, but my Definitely. most anticipated, it has to be God of War. It oh. is literally... Um, Ragnarok. And, and I, yeah, it has to be because I, I cannot express to you <laughs> how much <laughs> I enjoyed God of War. Um, and I thought that game was quite literally a masterpiece. And I, I even now, occasionally, um, on like Gameology and things like that, they, they have some of the cutscenes and boss battles and that. Oh, come. they're so good. And I have to watch them every time because I'm like, this game was just unbelievable. So full um, of emotions, so impactful, yeah, just so, so movie like, like you say yeah. as well. And, and it was just beautiful. And you care. And you, you, you care. Worry. Yeah. And for somebody who has not actually played the original God of Wars, like I've, I've watched oh, stuff on the them, but never played them myself. I played and, three. And, I'm not even going to lie. It is up there with one of my favorite Mm. games. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not my top. But because of that experience I had, the excitement I get from reading that there's another God of War coming, God of War Ragnarok, I just think... It it doesn't even have to... Like, I would be so excited to see what they do with it. But if it was... You're gone. I'm just waiting for that cutscene that was teased at the end of God of War of four of us... Uh, four versus um, Kratos. <gasps> yeah, and oh, and gosh, this is the this, so cool. And and this is the thing, right? Is that I, I it it could be literally more of the same, and I would still love it. Like oh, even yeah. if it was just more of the same, that's and that's why that's why I'm so excited because it could be more of the same, and I could love it, or it could be more of the same and more, and that make it even <laughs> better. So so I can't really see him going wrong. With and it, to be honest, honest, I I yeah, and I can't even see this. Like, like you say, because at worst it will be more of the same. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So that for me, that that's got to be my most anticipated. But don't be wrong. There is a load of games on here I'm really excited about. Um, yeah, and, you got and a close second. Close second for me. Um, see, Bradley was close with it because I, I Dead Deathloop was up there for me um, in the the initial. I knew um, he was excited to, for that. Like, but but to in, a, in honest, a weird way. <laughs> yeah, but to be honest, the, the, I would say my close second, in no lie, would be the Star Wars uh, Skywalker uh, uh, collect uh, saga. <laughs> And, oh I, and, my it's, God. and it's purely because <laughs> I have loved all the Lego games. I mean, there's been a couple I haven't got, but I've I've loved the majority, and I've had such a fun experience with them from a, from being young to to even now. And I, when I found out that they were making a, a Skywalker saga with every single Lego Star Wars in it, and obviously the newest films, and that, I was just like, 
and obviously the Lego games have progressed so much over the years. I was yeah. like, this could just be so fun. Like, and uh, so I think just from a fun point of view, it's got to be up there. Um, but yeah, so that, that was probably my close second and then it probably would be Deathloop. But um, least anticipated... I there's games on there I don't know anything about um, <laughs> not many but there's a couple um, but I would I was surprised that you didn't say this I mean I know Riders of Republic is not something that appeals to you Bradley but um, like for example what on earth is Blood Bowl 3 is that oh, is that like Warhammer oh okay um, I, I didn't so, even know what it was so you ever did you ever play fantasy football yeah I, yeah see I thought it was a football thing right I, so I, it's 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 Warhammer fantasy yeah. But it exists in its own weird pocket dimension, yeah. where all the races get along, yeah. and they all play this hardcore version of American football together. Mm. <laughs> and you build a team from a different race, so ogres, right. dark elves, like all yeah, the yeah. races in Warhammer, and they literally murder each other over the football. And yeah. it's kind of XCOM turn-based fighting wow. mixed with Madden. So yeah, so and, I would and, say, and I love Blood Bowl. It's right. it's so good. So strangely enough, my, I would say probably my three least anticipated are actually in a line on your list. It's Blood Bowl, Chivalry because I've oh, got I don't know anything about Chivalry and good. Crimson and Crimson Desert. It, I just none oh, of them. Oh, Crimson Desert looks Crimson so good. Crimson Desert looks amazing. No, I just though, but they're just not me, are they? Like, and, and, and I don't I think, know. You feel like I could see you playing maybe so if the but story think, is boring you yeah. know concise i feel like you'd like chivalry as well jack mm. it's just uh, like maybe, a, maybe just a, i don't know a really realistic that. medieval like yeah yeah i feel like you'd probably enjoy i've it. watched i've watched um things on chivalry before i think but um i think for me they're just the ones that stand out as ones I don't i'm glad you stopped at to... crimson desert jack <laughs> <laughs> yeah um also yeah, hollow knight uh, <laughs> elden ring um yeah Nier. Um, no no but but the funny the funny thing is i know um chris said about it but one of the funny things in my opinion is that one that has the most not interest but as in like my i'm most intrigued by it, is actually evil west i really am intrigued by this game and oh, i which one You've that? come round to it because you were yeah. quite against it. Until I watched the, the trailer, and then I watched the trailer. So the one with like, the cowboy, I'm guessing. Yeah, the cowboy, cowboy vampire, vampire thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, the trailer kind of that's why piqued I, me. I it made, yeah, me it it made me like, hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. Red Dead <laughs> Redemption meets like The Witcher. Yeah. They're sort of picking yeah. it, aren't they? So, mm-hmm. so that that's got um, some spark of interest for me. But anyway, yeah. So that that's uh, that's my opinions. Uh, but yeah, it's got to be God of War Ragnarok. I don't think there was anything up there that. Maybe we consider anything else. So, um, for clarification, our most anticipated was Elden Ring, Total War, Warhammer Free, and God, um, War and God of War Ragnarok. And I feel like they're yeah. all just that's a, that's yeah. a pretty good list there. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Um, so, are we okay for me to move on to our final section, which yeah. is our quiz? Yeah. See, I'm really interested in this because I think you this can go either way. This can go either you do a lot better than I think, or it can be an absolute as Chris dumpster says, fire. dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, so I was sitting there thinking, racking my brain when you said to me, I had to do the quiz. And I was thinking, right, I wanted, I haven't played anything. Um, Cause I thought about doing Immortals Phoenix Rising quiz, but I thought that's kind of unfair because Bradley's played it and you haven't. And I was like, so I can't really do that. And Bradley would have paid more attention than I did. So I was like, he'll probably know the answers before I even say them. Yeah, so, Bradley would be like, no, that's actually wrong. Yeah. So I haven't played anything. Who do you played, play as? Yeah. So I haven't played Phoenix. anything really that you have, that you two probably haven't or haven't played much of or whatever. So I was trying to base my quiz around that. 
And I was sitting there looking through my games and stuff on Xbox thinking, what could I do a quiz on? And then it just hit me. The only thing, since I ran out of single player things to play recently, the only thing I have been playing, which I know that neither of you play, is Cold War. And I thought, you haven't played the multiplayer. I mean, I'd be amazed if Bradley had played the multiplayer. And I don't even know. Oh, you have? Not. I hate the the aggressive (laughs) smash making. Yeah. So so I thought maybe if I did oh, well, a multiplayer you can't bully quiz. small children, Bradley. Yeah. Well, I started off I, with like a 2.0 KD and then because of the matchmaking, it's like everybody should have a 1.0 KD. So then they start yeah. matching you up with teams of people pretty much until you get yeah, yeah. to the level where you're at 1.0. I'm surprised because I didn't think, I didn't even think you ever touched more, uh, like the COD uh, multiplayers. I thought you, I know you used oh, to, I used but to I thought you, them, yeah, I know you yeah. used to, but I thought you didn't uh, anymore. Yeah, I, I have, just got, yeah. But then so every year I'm like, it. should I? And I really liked Modern Warfare's multiplayer. Mm. Yeah, um, that was good, okay. Though. All right, well, maybe gunfight. you'll do better than I think, but we'll we'll see. Good. So, um, this the first two questions I tried to make pretty obvious and easy, regardless if you've played it or not. And then mm-hmm. the, the other ones are a bit more obscure, but you might still know. Um, so we'll go straight into it with question number one: How many custom classes are you given? Oh, God. is it is it five? Is it ten? Or is it fifteen? You go five. Maybe ten. Ten is correct. You are given Damn ten. Um, I thought it was excessive giving you ten. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, it used to be six. I always used it? to like back like, in the day. Did uh, you re- did you really use them all, Bradley? <laughs> no, I was going to say I, I always I use one, like, and then yeah, swap, I swap the I, gun out. I used to have. I literally have like two classes that I actually. I was going to say sometimes depending on the from, map, and yeah. that's it, or the game yeah, way I'm playing, and that's it. <laughs> and so I have all these classes now, which all I've used them for is to just test out. No, just just test out guns. I just I do a <laughs> test class and then just move on. But um, but yeah. So, and of course, I have one class which is just knife and things like that, just because I'm just like in case I just want to be a dick when I'm playing. But <laughs> anyway, so um, question number two: What is the name? Of the two versus two game mode, is it A gunfight? Is it B face off, or is it C fire team? Uh, I'm going with face off. It's gunfight. Yeah, you said it a minute. Ago. Yeah, I was like, did he and do you know what? Strangely <laughs> enough, Chris, face off also is a game. In fact, all three of them are game modes. Um, face off is three v three. I thought gunfight was when you get given a random gun. That's, that's gun game. Um, yeah so the so gunfight does actually give you a random gun as well but it's yeah. a gun game is where you have to get a kill with the gun to move to the next yeah one. i hate that because i would always yeah. form like a oh, pistol and someone that. would have a yeah, i love gun game. Gun like, oh. game and then <laughs> but then gunfight is basically it's really cool so gunfight uh, is, is one of my favorite game modes um but so is fi- uh, face off because face off is just 3v3 instead of 2v2 mm-hmm. um but basically what it is chris is that it spawns you in a small map um, opposite ends and you get given a random class so like they give you a random loadout and everyone has the same one that's what i was gonna say and it's just no respawns yeah and it's no respawns so it's just one that's kill cool. uh, one death thingy uh, i like um uh, what would they call it is it perma permadeath yeah i like yeah. that in i like that in gears as well elimination yeah so, yeah, so go back in because i was playing back when they hadn't even released it for cold war yeah, so yeah, really you've got gunfight, which is love, uh, which I love, and you've got face off, like I say, which is three v threes. And at the moment, they've also got three v three snipers only, um, which is really <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, so anyway, that's that one. Moving on to question three: um, Which of the following is not a perk in Cold War? A. Paranoia. B. Gearhead. <laughs> C. Commando. 
I'm going paranoia. Bradley? I'm going to go with gearhead. Oh, you're both wrong. It's oh, Commando. Commando's not a perk. So, no, Commando, I threw you off because Commando was always a perk. And yeah, it's it was the anymore. knife in one. Yeah, and it's not anymore. And there's and do you know what? I don't know if you know. Gearhead. You played it. Yeah. yeah, I thought Gearhead was convincing though because it's like, oh, more gear and that. Yeah, like, more so, equipment. So Wh- which parano- slot is Gearhead in? I know Paranoia. Paranoia is the first slot and yeah. Gearhead's the second slot. Oh, okay. The blue ones. Um, I didn't get a high enough level to be honest. And- <laughs> so basically, um, Chris, so paranoia is actually a really cool perk as well. I have it equipped on all my classes. So it basically, whenever somebody is aiming at you online, it glints the screen in that corner, wherever you're, <laughs> or whatever direction you're being aimed at. Paranoid just, operator. Yeah, yeah it is literally true. that. Um, and gearhead is, yeah, essentially it's about carrying more. Um, I, can't, I can't remember exactly what it no. is, but it's carrying more more gear basically um and yeah commando and i don't know if you noticed bradley but there is literally next to no lunge or like aim with the melee anymore on cold war it's so like i just thought they'd have a perk called commando that did something different something different because gearhead sounds ridiculous gearhead does sound ridiculous (laughs) because i I just pictured one of them as well you have two primaries as well Oh, oh no, that's o- overkill. Uh, overkill, yeah. Commando was no fall damage when you got Commando when Pro, you got wasn't it? Commando Pro, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I love and do you remember how OP the lunge was on Commando? Oh, I always the remember the meme knife. videos where the they'd be like knife. one yeah. end of favela. Yeah. They look yeah. out the window and then yeah. <laughs> flying towards across you. the <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, question number four Which of the old game's maps was the most recent to join Cold War? Was it A, Express? B, Raid, or C, Nuketown 84? Nuketown. Bradley? Uh, it's like the most favourite map, it, isn't it? But is it the most recent? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with Nuketown. You're going to go Nuketown as well? It yeah. probably isn't. Yeah. Nuketown, Nuketown. Was, came out with the game, so it's not the most oh, recent. Damn it. Um, no, no, it, it was a, it was a week after. Release. Oh, a week after or so. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, raid was uh, raid was recently, um, and then oh. Express was literally just added. Express is the map from one of the Black Ops games where the you know the like the um, bullet train goes through the middle of it. Oh, yes. Yeah, and it kills you if you're standing in the middle of the track. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like that um, one. Um, they've just released a mode um, which is Express Twenty Four Seven, and I, I, I honestly was like, "Does it? Did anyone love this map enough to play Twenty Four Seven? Because I Nuketown, you can I do Nuketown Twenty Four Seven. I only liked it because I liked, I liked, I liked yeah, that map. I liked um, on Survival. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, but yeah, so that's the most recent one. So no. Um, and question number five: Which of the, now you might know this, Brady, because I didn't know you played the multiplayer. So Sorry. which of these is not a gun that can be used in Cold War? Is it A? I never looked through the list. So. Yeah, so this is what I'm thinking. Is it A, the QBC, uh, QBZ-83? Is it B, the Milano-821? Or is it C, the UMP-45? Do you want me to read him again? I'm waiting for Chris. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. It's Cold War, <laughs> to, isn't it? Do you, so... do you want me to read him again? Um, the other two sound like old timey guns, and they sound cool, like they'd fit. Though I'm wondering, is one of them maybe too old? But then also, I'm like, is the UMP forty five too modern for Cold War? But then I'm like, mm, they did have a lot of advancements in the sixties in firearms. And also, I'm just going to let you know, just for sort of reference as well, the MP five is in the game, so mm. I wasn't going to put that in the list because I thought it'd be a bit obvious, but. Yeah, it's a tough one. Can I have the options one more time? Yeah, so you've got the QBZ-83, 
the yeah. Milano eight two one or the UMP four five? I'm gonna go with the first one just because I'm like the Milano sounds awesome. So I'm gonna go with so, the, whatever that first one was. So the one that's not in the game is the QBZ eighty three. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley. I'm going to go with the UMP45. It is the UMP45. And the reason oh, being is that Jack, they... you threw me off there, boy. <laughs> Sorry, I was working out some logic. You... One yeah, is that was. the UMP is very similar to the MP5 because it's like a descendant. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And two, because they don't I thought use... he meant because like, it's like modern, so like it's in there. So I thought yeah, Jack yeah. was hinting that it's in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, no. It could destroyed my chain it's, of thought. The reason yeah. it wouldn't is because I'm pretty sure all the other gun names are fake because they don't pay for the licenses anymore. Oh, so, really? Yeah, so they wouldn't have a gun named the UMP45. They name it something else. The Milano is a fake name. I so never knew the, that. That's awful. But then, yeah. are, are they all, they can't all No, be, some of them, they, they say, do. Because the like the Mac like the 10 is in there. That's a real gun, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, the, I think so. Oh, I'm not, the 19, I'm not sure. Whatever. It probably depends uh, on the manufacturer, because I reckon yeah. a lot of them, yeah. they get advertisement, don't they? <laughs> Basically, yeah. from being yeah, in exactly. the game. I found that weird, because I only realised... Um, when modern warfare released and i started looking into the guns because i've always been yeah. really interested in the guns and i've been i was like why is it no longer called you know the, the, yeah, the yeah. gun that it used to be called and then i, I look into it and it's because they have to pay a royalty to actually <laughs> use the name and i was like so, wow can, can we quickly appreciate that i got four out i got i got zero out of five well i i you might be able to redeem yourself because i i prepared one bonus question Bonus question. Um, so, so not that we needed it because of the score, but I think maybe <laughs> just just out of interest. Um, so the bonus question is: Which of the following is my favourite gun in Cold War's multiplayer? Is it the M16 tactical rifle? Is it the MP5 SMG? Or is it the Pellington 703 sniper rifle? You're a little snipery boy. You're probably going to go with the Pellington. <laughs> you're a little sniper boy. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, it'd be the MP5 because everybody uses that. But mm, you probably... I, I, I could see... Did you say M16, Jack? So you've got the M16 tactical rifle, the MP5 or the if Pellington you like the M16. I'm going, I'm going M16. I can see Jack as, a, as an assault rifle. Nah, he's a snippery boy. He's a snippery no. boy. What, so what, what are you going for? You're going for the Pellington. M16 uh, the yeah, Pellington. I, I mean, I, I love M16s anyway, so... Yeah, and the Pellington, yeah, Bradley? Yeah. Both wrong. It's the MP5. I knew it. Oh, Everybody yeah. likes the MP5, Jack. Yeah, yeah. you're do not know what special. Le- do you know what? Do you know what <laughs> so level? You're saying yeah. I got zero out of six. You got zero out of six. <laughs> but but Bradley, um, the Pellington is my second most used. Of course one. it is. Um, but and everybody likes it, the MP5. It's so MP- OP. It is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. And do you know what the worst thing they is? Should so probably when like I got reduce the, game, the range or something. Well, when to I got make the it game, more accurate to a submachine gun. Yeah, because you know when you start the game, until you're a certain rank, you don't get your own custom class. You get the the pre-made ones. Yes. The MP5 was the second one on there, and my brother had said to me that the mp5 was like ridiculously overpowered again so i was like oh i'll just start off with it until i get a class um and then i realized how good it was and <laughs> you know your guns rank up now as well oh god my other gun that is ridiculous. obviously gunfight ranks up your guns as well so obviously you you'll start ranking them up just from using them because they get randomly selected on gunfight but yeah. when i'm playing normal online all my other guns were like level like two level three <laughs> My, my mp5 is level 55 <laughs> like literally i just don't i literally didn't stop. Oh. and do you know what it is is the fact that when you get attachments on it it just becomes even more ridiculous because it oh, can yeah. do range it doesn't have much recoil and it reloads so ridiculously fast see that's like, one of the things that really bugged me i joined the game slightly late i joined yeah. it about a week or two later mm. and i was matching up with only people that have reached prestige and I'm level one. Yeah. And that really bugs me because how am I meant to 
you know, keep up Compete with these, with their these MP5s yeah. that no, are like, yeah, yeah. you know, level 100 all level with all up. these attachments. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, create a class. Yeah. <laughs> but you are, you were right in your thinking though, Bradley, because the Pellington sniper is definitely my second favorite. Uh, well, it's because you said about the um, snipers only one as well. And I, I like, love that. He's game, probably going to be playing I, a bit. I love that. it because they give you the Pellington quite a lot. As I feel well, like the M16 is, is more vanilla. That's more Bradley. Um, it's more, do you know what? Though? It's quiet, um, but it's also quite scummy, especially. If, yeah, I was going to say the worst thing is is that oh, because like it's burst as well. Um, it's with, yeah, but when you use it, even not on it's hardcore, like one and a bit burst. Modes, it's like one and a bit it's burst, really, so it can be come across as really, really infuriating. You know what? Because what people think I just use, burst you. What do I think you yeah. use? Oh, um, come on! What was I using? I wasn't playing for that long, and it wasn't. Was it? It wasn't the M16 because that I don't no, know. No, it wasn't the M16. Was it the Was it the I don't even know what it's called. Was it the first assault rifle? On XM4. The, the XM4. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew you would. I got actually, that to the high, like, do you know? Do you know uh, what? It's actually a really good gun, though, isn't it? It's actually yeah, it's like a really good assault rifle for a yeah. starting assault rifle. I, yeah. I ended up using the MP5 quite a bit as well because I just yeah. couldn't keep up, especially being no. such a low level. It was no. like you just have to. You caved, Bradley. But the I MX4 so is. So again, you just end up with a whole battlefield of just MP5. Yeah. yeah to be fair but it's literally but um especially on nuke when you play on nuke town it's ridiculous like literally yeah. it's people with shotguns or mp5s and that's it like it's just people. <laughs> and then you get the occasional noob who thinks that because they're really good at quick scoping they'll run around with a sniper rifle on nuke town it's like that is the most do you know what it's honestly one of the most infuriating things like playing nuke town 24 7 and you've got some guy running and jumping and drop shot in and like with a sniper i'm like why don't you just go play snipers only mate <laughs> like, like, if you love, because they can't do that, you know, they can't because that you show off how good they are. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, uh, but yeah, you also see all of the really good players when you play snipers only, because obviously people go on there to flex how good they are at sniping you. Um, <laughs> and the the worst thing is, and you'll like this one. The worst thing is, I have become one of these people, but there is actually currently, I don't know if they'll patch it eventually or not, but there's there is um where you spawn you know how nuketown looks you've got the houses at each end mm -hmm. you always spawn in the gardens don't you yeah there's on snipers only bearing in mind is a permadeath mode um there is a glitch uh, well, well it's not really a glitch but if depending on where you spawn on either side in the garden when the game mode starts and it counts you in um you can just literally from the starting position shoot straight through the fence all the way to the other garden and kill the person instantly oh. um and even if you go prone or straight away or jump or whatever, you can still be hit by it. Um, and people have started working out all these hit glitches through the, not just through the <sighs> fence, but people have also started doing them through the houses. Oh, so, God. so you can, you can only spawn in like three, one of three positions um three three, <laughs> and you yeah. can be sniped from practically any one of them uh, literally before you even get a chance to move. And I'm like, Great. surely they will patch this. They have to, because no, it's so no good, but, but it's part but, of the game. But Bradley, I have been, the player doing it to other people now that i know where they are i do, I do it every time I you're every awful chance. jack you feed into the system and then when yeah. someone does it back to me i'm like oh how how oh, like, how do you do that no, oh, yeah. really yeah i'm like oh, oh yeah i'm like cheater how's he doing that <laughs> even though i know full Report. well i'm gonna do it next round yeah you hit cheating and hacking but yeah anyway so yeah well done chris um <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting zero out of yeah. six yeah does that That's show actually, my, my interest deserve, level in call of duty yeah i think you deserve an award yeah for like the because that's i think that's the worst anyone's done on one of the quizzes so far so that's <laughs> that's an award in itself um, you know what usually i'd be upset but i just yeah, don't even cod. care no because it's called a duty, so. <laughs> you need an award because that's the worst <laughs>
a participation medal. Oh, <laughs> thanks for turning up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so that's me done. Um, anyone got any closing thoughts? Uh, um, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. No, just I hope um, last year was a really good year for gaming. And um, mm. I hope that this year sort of follows suit. And yeah. like I say, that list was hard for us because there's a lot yeah. on there. And, you that know, was going to be my closing thought. Does anybody feel bad about the games you didn't talk about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Like, it sticks with me. I, I picked Elden Ring and that is a comfortable decision for me, but there's still games on there that I'm like, I didn't mention you and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's like 20 plus games on that list. I would be like, I could, we, I, we could easily have a discussion regarding yeah. We won't because we'd be here for another four hours. <laughs> but um, yeah, just, just um, hopefully we have another great year for the industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else to add? Are you good? No, no, all good. No. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Catch you next week. See you later.